section forty two of india persia mesopotamia and palestine this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by jim locke of floyd virginia the world's story volume two india persia mesopotamia and palestine edited by eva march tappan section forty two what is cast by sir william wilson hunter during the eighth and ninth centuries brahmanism became more powerful than buddhism it developed into the form of faith known as hinduism as a social league hinduism is based upon the laws of caste the editor indian caste rests upon three distinct systems of division namely upon race occupation and geographical position it is very difficult even to guess at the number of the indian castes but there are not fewer than three thousand of them which have separate names and which regard themselves as separate classes the different castes cannot intermarry with each other and most of them cannot eat together the ordinary rule is that no hindu of good caste can touch food cooked by a man of inferior caste by rights too each caste should keep to its own occupation indeed there has been a tendency to erect every separate kind of employment or handicraft in each separate province into a distinct caste but as a matter of practice the castes often change their occupation and the lower ones sometimes raise themselves in the social scale thus the vaisya caste were in ancient times the tillers of the soil they have in most provinces given up this toilsome occupation and the vaisyas are now the great merchants and bankers of india their fair skins intelligent faces and polite bearing must have altered since the days when their forefathers ploughed sowed and reaped under the hot sun such changes of employment still occur on a smaller scale throughout india the system of caste exercises a great influence upon the industries of the people each caste is in the first place a trade guild it ensures the proper training of the youth of its own special craft it makes rules for the conduct of the caste trade it promotes good feeling by feasts or social gatherings the famous manufactures of mediaeval india its muslins silks cloth of gold inlaid weapons and exquisite work in precious stones were brought to perfection under the care of the castes or trade guilds such guilds may still be found in full work in many parts of india thus in the northwestern districts of bombay all heads of artisan families are ranged under their proper trade guild the trade guild or caste prevents undue competition among the members and upholds the interest of its own body in any dispute arising with other craftsmen in eighteen seventy three for example a number of bricklayers in ahmadabad could not find work men of this class sometimes added to their daily wages by rising very early in the morning and working overtime but when several families complained that they could not get employment the bricklayers guild met and decided that as there was not enough work for all no member should be allowed to work in extra hours 
in the same city the cloth dealers in eighteen seventy two tried to cut down the wages of the sizers or men who dress the cotton cloth the sizers guild refused to work at lower rates and remained six weeks on strike at length they arranged their dispute and both the trade guilds signed a stamped agreement fixing the rates for the future each of the higher castes or trade guilds in ahmadabad receives a fee from young men on entering their business the revenue derived from these fees and from fines upon members who break caste rules is spent in feasts to the brethren of the guild and in helping the poorer craftsmen or their orphans a favourite plan of raising money in surat is for the members of the trade to keep a certain day as a holiday and to shut up all their shops except one the right to keep open this one shop is put up to auction and the amount bid is expended on a feast the trade guild or caste allows none of its members to starve it thus acts as a mutual assurance society and takes the place of a poor law in india the severest social penalty which can be inflicted upon a hindu is to be put out of his caste end of section forty two this recording is in the public domain recording by jim lott